Okay. I think it's here. Yeah, I think we're reading. All right, well, Mr. Krabs. so we don't have a uh, trip right now. He's mowing the lawn. He's a busy guy. Doesn't know how to give us any time. But uh, right now we've got myself and Alex Wilkerson. He's back in town. Back in town. This is one of my best buds. How have you been? I've been good. It's, uh, you know, it's good to be here. Yeah. It's good to be in the ham. So you missed the World Games. I did. They were a bit of a failure. Everybody's a little mad about it. <laughs> Why is that? Um, it, it just, people didn't get the business that they thought was going to happen. Yeah, you know, like every, a lot, of, a lot of wasted money on a lot of food, right, for prep and things and, and drink as well, you know. Damn. Just kind of all over town. Um, and then like people were preparing big for. Oh yeah, everybody was. And then it just didn't really didn't really happen. I think a lot of people were spending money at the events and things like that. But yeah, whatever. You can you can breathe into the mic. Oh, it good. doesn't pick it up. Unless you're like you're like a CPAP user, <laughs> then like yeah, it might it might pick it up. But yeah, you're out in Bisbee, Arizona. I am. I think we caught you right as you were leaving too. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that How was long has it been since we've seen each other? This is the first time that we've seen one another in has it been over a year? I mean, didn't I see you in December? Maybe. I was here the whole, whole month in December. Almost. Well shit, that was like 7 8 months ago. <laughs> yeah, still. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Damn. Well, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it just, time keeps moving. Yeah. Can't stop it. We're all busy. All busy. But yeah. That's kind of sad. So, <laughs> it's not so bad. Yeah. I've, I've been enjoying day-to-day. It's been nice. Are you still, uh, you still cooking? Yeah. What are you cooking at? I'm cooking out of this place called Cayo Coco. Oh, the I know that place. Yeah, yeah. I used to work, you know, I used to work at The Essential. Yeah. Back I, in the I day. knew that. <laughs> I got some friends that work there. That oh. place is really cool. Yeah, no, I mean, great spot. And a lot food. of times, uh, if we'll grab like a drink at Pilcrow, and there's the essential crew in there, and we're all just kind of palling around like a little bit. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. Those were that was a pretty fun time before I went corporate. You know. Yeah, went <laughs> <laughs> utterly corporate. Super corporate. Who are you working for now, or do you not want to talk? <laughs> I won't say, but it's just the same close. people. Huh? It's the same people. I'm just so marketing out. still. Yeah, that's what's up. And you know, it's well, maybe you could have marketed a better World Games. Yeah, well, do it next year. Yeah, I could have. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> put me in there. <laughs> it's a, it's kind of amazing to me, just kind of how bad that shit was. Yeah. So like you're you've come back into town because you're doing like a little tour, aren't you? Well, you know, initially, um, I guess. Earlier this year, I played a lot, lot, 
Yeah. And uh, so I've kind of been slowing down. So I didn't really plan like a full tour. I just kind of like planned a couple of things. And, you know, I was obviously it's a big deal to me to play at Saturn. Right. You know, I never did. Yeah. And uh, so that was a big deal. And so I definitely I worked with with Josh on that. Josh Holt. You know that dude? Uh, I think I, I know that I've met that guy before. His group is called Brother Josh. Brother Josh. Yeah, that's super familiar. Yeah, yeah. he. It's like R and B soul. It's like R and B indie. Yeah, it's like very cool. Um, but he helped me get a thing over there. Um, and I I was supposed to play in Athens, Georgia, the night before, but it ended up being a five band lined up lineup. Yeah. And I was like, there's it's a lot of bands. There's no way I'm doing that. <laughs> you know, I was like, nah, I'm gonna bail. <laughs> People are gonna be like in and out. <laughs> but there are some cool bands over there I was gonna play with. I mean, nice people, just like. Can't do the five band. You know, I tell you, I tell you what, I do kind of. I it's utter hell on people that have to like run events like that when it's, it's like a five band lineup. You know, sometimes people are like, yeah, three is the perfect fucking number. Yeah, four is kind of pushing it. But I'm like, I do love huge with like a, I love going to shows with like a lot of bands. And one of the reasons I like it, I'm I have intense ADHD, so. <laughs> Like, normally a lot more people will show up if there are, like, more bands, right? So, like, um, kind of moseying in and out of the crowd from inside to outside, right? It's a little bit easier when there's, like, more bands there. The case, the case, the the point being, like, you know, if I'm not entirely, like, enjoying something, I'm like, well, I can just sit out. I'll just sit out. It's fine. There's another band coming (laughs) on. Yeah, take a break. Yeah, there's plenty of bands to watch tonight, you know? That's for sure. I'm just glad, you know, like... And I, I, I think I've talked to other people about it, uh, but I think it's really cool that Birmingham isn't so clicky yeah. as it was musically. I remember before, uh, I feel like there's a lot more multi-genre shows now. Yes. And that's really, really good. You know? I would say like the scene is, is stronger than it ever fucking was. For real. And COVID changed that in a lot of places, oh, I yeah. think. Made people appreciate what they had more, understand what they have. You have a lot more older people coming out to shows, way more younger people, and they're, you know, people even older than myself, which is not saying much. We're like, we're the same age, but it's still like we're, we're in like our later twenties now, and it's like, it's like, you know, you you kind of pick like a uh, a lane, right? You're like, well, let's just take this lane, and then you know, as you get older, it's like harder and harder to get more involved in in uh, a young man's game, right? So, but like, there's tons of people right now that are older than I am that are starting bands way more people that are younger than me that are like going to shows are like I want to fucking be in a band and like they're they're starting their own bands uh, I mean held uh, my buddy Joe he's in this really cool band around here called Dog they're going on their first tour I this just, weekend I saw that band Dog yeah they're fucking sick I saw the thing with Dave's <laughs> yes yes oh my god I have to have him on here to talk about that I, I totally like I think we kind of discussed it on, on the pod at one point But like Oh my god That night That night kind of ruled <laughs> It's kind of I mean it's really punk Yeah it was punk as fuck But and what I thought was funny Is all the people commenting like You gonna let a bunch of Mountain Brook kids Fuck you up And I was like Oh, <laughs> oh man <laughs> Out of I don't know kids. what kind of Winksters posting that Those guys are pretty cool man They're, they're not They're not Mountain Brookers I don't know I couldn't tell I mean it's okay if they they're are punk, They're punk as fuck though <laughs> 
Yeah, they're punk they, enough. If, they, if they're mountain they were like, people, though, okay, we'll leave, punk, and right? then whoever the fucking owner is over at Dave's uh, just fucking got so aggro and started throwing instruments around and shit. We're yeah, like, oh, no, that hey, was man, up. we're leaving. Like, we're closing tabs. But, but what I liked in the comments was a lot of people said, you shouldn't be running a bar if you can't kick Mountain Brook kids out with oh. broken gear. <laughs> you know, that's where the Mountain Brook context came in. It's like you you're gonna let a bunch of like underage people like make you act a fool, right? I mean, yeah. you're not you're not a bar owner. But it's like, Dave's, I'm just kidding. Dude, don't also, <laughs> dude, fuck that place. Honestly, Dave's, fuck that place. Don't talk about it, please. Yeah, please, Dave. <laughs> please, Dave. Um, I'm sorry. That night was intense and like. The guy went about it like the, and I, I get it. Like there's there's underage people like in a bar, but, but you've got to be the adult. But yeah, you gotta if you're gonna fucking kick people out like that, don't do it like that. Oh man. no, it was childish. And I mean, he had the entire audience against him. And when I say like everybody in Dave's left, I mean there was nobody standing and like everybody. Everyone left. Left. They were like, fuck you, man. Like. Yeah, I mean, everybody wanted to see the show too. Like, it's like just, just let it happen, asshole. <laughs> it, it, and that's what a lot of people said in the comments too that I agreed with. If you discover halfway through a show that there's underage kids there, well, that's your, that's maybe, your fault. Maybe you let the show go, happen, and yeah. then you just, or maybe let the band finish, and you go, all right, we're done. I didn't realize you were underage or whatever. You know, like, like we can't do that again. <laughs> or, or you know, like you don't stop. You don't stop a mid show. Yeah, you don't stop. If if you were dumb enough to like, and you know, I'm not calling this guy dumb, but he's dumb. I'm telling you right now, he's fucking stupid, man. It's just like you shouldn't. You should have the uh, maturity and the understanding of how to handle those situations if you own a public place. Right. If you own a, a venue or, you know, like a bar that is a community center even. You know, that's, yeah. a, that's a major and community it, center in Five Points. This was like also kind of, I think, you know, while we have like a few spaces that are always going to be all age, even like... Uh, like house shows, those are all age, you know. It can be kind of dangerous with like Andre's drinking, but that's like... I don't know. It come, kind of comes with like the culture. I'm not. I'm not promoting that at all. I'm just saying it's like uh, Jesse. You gotta let somebody grow up at some point. Drinking. You know, <laughs> let somebody figure out about something. You don't just fucking helicopter their entire lives uh, in, into submission. You know. Oh yeah. You know. I mean, and it's you know. If you own a business, it's your business. But you got to think yeah. about how that looks. You yeah. got to think about how sad oh, that looks. There was a. <laughs> I mean, people were stealing shit. There, I saw this one guy. He was like stuffing his pockets full of shot glasses. At one point, he's like, he's like, "Fuck these motherfuckers!" Probably I was just, crying, laughing. Probably just broke them all later. <laughs> yeah, that's badass. I was like, I was like, dude, this show has totally ruled. But I, I think it was also like um, I appreciated like the wake up call uh, because I was like. It is so important to have all-age venues. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Even most nights, um, I, I wouldn't say most nights, but there's a lot of things that happen at Saturn that are all ages. Well, you know what I mean? For, 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 for like 18 and up, at least, right? Like For example, and I was just thinking about this, you know, obviously where I'm at now, I, I talk to a lot of musicians. I meet musicians from everywhere. Yeah. And it's always funny for me to tell people, they'll be like, where did, where did you play when you were in high school? And the only place that we could play in Prattville that I knew of was the Mellow Mushroom. <laughs> yeah, and Eddie. the Mellow Mushroom was not a good place to play. Yeah. You know, it was just the one, the one place. 
Yeah. That is her eating. They, they've heard Brown Eye Girl three times today. I mean, and it's just, <laughs> it's sad when I think about it, but it's sad. You got to do something. Yeah. yeah. And, and I had to, and it was sadder too when I grew up a little bit and, you know, I was in Auburn playing and I remember like trying to play at the yellow mushroom again. Yeah. And cause I, cause, cause that's the thing about me too, is I'm always like, I got to do it uh, once of repetition. I got to do it once, you know, and I hadn't had a chance to play there and I was like, I'll do it. But then they were like, well, you got to play one show for free. And I was like, no, no. (laughs) And so then it's like gone, you know, I'm like, I'm not even worried about that spot anymore. (laughs) And I don't think they're even open anymore, which is sad. Mushroom in Auburn. And Prattville. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. The male mushroom in Auburn will was, exist. That in is a staple there. The rest of our lives until we die, after we die. And if, you know, people don't know, Alex and I met in college, and we were the best of friends. <laughs> the best. I remember waking you up all the time. Yes. <laughs> trying to take a, a nap on the couch, and then you and Juilliard would come bursting into my... Why did I never fucking lock my door? I, I think you wanted it. <laughs> you wanted us to wake you up. You just kind of come right into my house and go, what are we doing? <laughs> where are we? Uh, where you want to go to the bar? Most often coming in your What's house up? with a damn 12-packer uh, of Miller High Life. Yeah, you know, it's like, like I, guess we're up. I guess we're drinking. I guess we're drunk again. Yeah. <laughs> we did it pretty good. Yeah. We did it pretty good in Auburn. Yeah, you know, I don't... You know, what's weird, though, is I went back there last week... And you were in Auburn last week? Yeah, the week before. I gone in a minute. All I could think was, I shouldn't have gone there. <laughs> really. I mean, I'm glad I met... kind of gone. I'm I mean, glad I met y'all there. Yeah. You know, I'm glad I met you, and I'm glad I met Juilliard or, or whoever, but in hindsight, the culture never, ever matched the culture I wanted. Right. You know? I mean, I guess it's good that... It was a, it was a false sphere. Yeah. It was a false sphere, I should say. It was... It was let's, yeah. let's be honest. It's a white-ass place. Yeah, it is. A white-ass, rich-person place now. The thing it, is, more every year. You know, like, it being like a college town with all of these fucking people, and, I mean, remember all the artists that we, like, used to hang out with, whether they were musicians, comedians, painters, right. uh, what ha- writers, even, you know. And that was uh, such, what a, have you. such and, a small minority of and, But, like, there were a lot of them. And even then, like, there wasn't something super extracurricular going on, even, like, with all these people, other than uh, a lot of the shit that would go on in Shady Glen, or just people right. like yourself, like, playing shows downtown and, and right. shit like that. Or, like, or myself, uh, like, I was doing house shows out of my fucking... Townhouse, right? Being like, you um, make it, you make it what you want it. Yeah, we had to make that, and it's. I think, but it it was like as long as we were there, it was going to happen. But we're not really there anymore, right? Um, I'm sure that those circles still kind of exist, though. I would hope so, man. I think, I think so. I was like, I think a very special thing, having being able to have something that you could claim as like your own, right? And like really like protected alongside other people, you know. Well, something I thought about that was crazy is we used to play those shows and we'd have these big crazy shows, yeah. And no one got paid. 
And it wasn't about getting paid. Yeah, it, really it was, was about ripping. <laughs> and that's all we did was rip. <laughs> it's like, you know, if we're going to have a party, then we need bands. All right, who wants to be in a fucking band? And I mean, we were having like, like six, everybody. We were having like six band lineups out there, but every yeah. time it was good. <laughs> you know, music for like six hours out of somebody's dining room. You yeah, know? or, you know, out, you know, in that, that one house, you know, with the big old outdoor space. Talking about down at Shady Glen? Uh, or are you talking about Chrissy's place, my ex-girlfriend? Uh, not Chrissy's place. Um, a person, the place of the, of the person that we were all friends with. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And I, and pre- it, you know, I prefer not to mention that. Uh, okay, I got you, I got you. Uh, but like the, are you, the building itself... Like the the complex, right? That complex it was amazing. It was like an old, like, uh, like World War Two fighter plane, and and it looked like that. That's what it looked like. It was made out of. It was. It looked like it was made out of like airplane grade metal, and it was like these like weird like cylinders. Yeah. Throughout the the complex, right? I I was like, this place looks like it was made out of planes, and everyone would get on the roof, and everyone would get on the roof. And I remember, awesome. I, I'll never forget that Halloween show where they just had Spider Man on the roof at one point, <laughs> and everyone was going. Ah! <laughs> you know, just yeah. losing their minds. The Spider Man on the roof of this place. Yeah, that was. I mean, those were good times. Those are fucking awesome. I won't um, forget those times. It's uh, but even it's, if it's, they're complicated. I know? think that compared to obviously, it doesn't compare to Birmingham, right? But in in a lot of ways, it's like that's exactly how this shit exists in Birmingham, right? I think that there's a little bit more security with it here in Birmingham. Obviously, it's a bigger city. Uh, it's never going to go away. It's, 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 people are going to relatively be cyclical through this, this moment, like in like their lives or like where they're, they're experiencing other people's music and art and shit like that. Well, they may stick around the entire time, but like, there's always going to be someone younger coming in and like, Oh, this is cool. And then they're going to fucking do it for 15 years or till the day that they fucking die. Right. The cool thing about Birmingham and one of the things that I think really has it, something going for it beyond like um auburn or tuscaloosa or uh, you know is one i mean i think the main thing is it's just more diverse than a lot of parts of the state true you know and like i mean and you don't even like it's weird how over time i've found those i've noticed those things and how like when you're young, like for example, living in Prattville, right? The preferred community is what they put yeah. on their damn sign. <laughs> um, you don't think about those racial lines. That's some, that's some sundown town shit. That's some sundown town shit. <laughs> it's fucked up. And I'll never forget. I was in Birmingham. The uh, when I first moved to Birmingham, someone I knew also from Prattville. They said it. They said pretty racist huh yeah and i said yeah pretty racist <laughs> and they made i had never it never occurred to me that that phrase the preferred community yeah that's what they're saying the it's preferred a community i mean and you know when i moved to birmingham i mean auburn was cool and auburn did have some diversity but not These as are, much yeah yeah not as much by any means and to be in a place where you can actually like meet people from different not only racial backgrounds but also like um uh, economic backgrounds. Right. Auburn is just full of people who are just, you know, well-off people. You know. Yeah. True. I mean, it's it it it, it shapes the scene differently. Right. In a better Especially way. Especially like say. when all of these people are doing the same things. Like yeah. Going to the one big thing for 
a lot of the people that I hang out with, like in, encompassing all these circles, right? We go to the same places. Yeah. That's how we know each other. But then when you really think about it, I know hundreds of people from the same places. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's, uh, you know, it's something's bound to happen. I think that shit like that really like strengthens a culture and like a community as a whole. Definitely. And that's absolutely what goes on here in Birmingham. Well, you know, you hesitate. I mean, I would. The other thing about Birmingham, too, that I think about is much big, very big drinking culture. Yeah. You know, oh, totally. huge drinking culture. I was at the bar last night. Yeah. I mean, I know. I didn't get <laughs> fucked up, but like, I, I don't even, you know, I, I just know. Wait, I, I could trip <laughs> on the lawnmower. Oh, yeah. Just passing the door. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, drinking culture. And like, you don't drink anymore. Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's yeah. been a little more than two years. That's about what's a, up. a year and a month, two years and a month. I have, uh, that's, uh, I think. For Birmingham, I do know, like, quite a few people that they're not straight edge, but, like, they just, like, yeah, I don't drink. But they still go to, like, the bar. Yeah. And, and they're, yeah. like, going to, like, the our, you know, our little places of worship, right? I think uh, it's, it's become very important for us to be able to just kind of not have to hit each other up and meet up. It's like, hey, everyone's going here. Well, and... Like, that's where I go to see people, you know? I'll say it again, too. I mean... COVID made made some things change for people. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think for me, for example, I understood how important community was yeah. in a different way. I mean, because, I mean, and I hope that other people feel the same way, that they maybe took it for granted a little bit. Totally. Um, it's, I think, especially here, like in Birmingham, I think all of a sudden nobody really knew what everyone was up to. You know, being able to go out to just any old place and run into friends that I've known for like a while to, to ask them, hey, what you been doing today? Uh, what, oh, what are they up to? You know, like, right. oh, cool, they're starting a thing. You know, just shooting the shit is shooting so important to like the news uh, sphere. You know, yeah. like, just like what's going on? Like if you're doing something, people are talking about it. As long as like... Things like going to like the bar, going to like shows, going out to eat, running into people like downtown, right? right. Uh, working jobs with other people. Like as long as that is existing, it's almost like everybody kind of knows what's going on, just by asking a question. You know, right? <laughs> you can go really. Word gets with around. It. Yeah, the, the um, yeah, it really does, and it's like all of a sudden none of that's happening. It's like we don't know. How anybody really is like we're we, I was calling people up and people were like calling me calling all the time and we're just having like hour to two hour like long conversations with like one person. I'm like, this is cool, but like this is weird. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like and it's kind of funny. I mean, I guess funny is not the right word, but I, I remember it's strange. I remember vaguely how scared we were. And in hindsight, yeah. it's like, <laughs> we were scared that meeting up with four people was going to give it to us. <laughs> you know, like, uh, now, now we've been, you know, uh, we're going to get, you might get a little alert now yeah. on this, on this, uh, recording, right? But <laughs> Wait, say what? You might get a little COVID alert on this, uh, <laughs> yeah, on, right, the, yeah. on this podcast now. It's going to be like, for more information. <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's. It's funny now in hindsight to be like, oh, yeah, I, I remember like I remember when you had someone at your work get it and we were all like, 
Oh no! Oh god! Five of us hung out two weeks with, ago with him, and then like I didn't get to hang out for like a week, and it sucked so bad. Yeah, it was like, like I gotta hide. Hang out again, and you know it's still bad. Obviously, yeah. I mean, it's coming back. I, it seems like every time I come back to the state, it's going bad again. I'm like, great, perfect timing. Right. Uh, uh, just it'd be doing that. You'd be doing that. Just be fucking doing that. But you know, it's like I'm glad that we've gotten to a place where people. I'd say, like, want to appreciate living more. People want to live all over again. Yeah. It's, it's fucking awesome. I think uh, seeing the... I Now, I will say this. Between, like, work and doing the things that I do, um, people's demeanor. I have, like, noticed, like, intense, like, mental stressors from all of this Definitely. happening. Um, I, people's behavior... Towards things, I mean, it's it's fucking intense, and I think that there was like a lot of, I think a lot of mental illness came out of definitely quarantine. It was not fun. Well, it was horrible. And and you know, we're gonna be dealing with the repercussions of that mental illness for yeah. a long time. And and I think it longer than actually dealing with COVID. Oh honestly. yeah, the the um the the mental stressors of I think of, of total isolation. Even with with people like in your house, like let's say like you you stay with like your partner or like your parents, if well, you know, you know just, or just the your isolation. It's, it's isolating. The like, isolation of like you don't want to spread this thing that's killing people. Yeah, you know that's that's what makes it even more intense, right? If it was. I mean, isolation on its own is intense, but isolation with a fear of death is another thing. Yeah. I mean, I was so scared. I was so scared of, you know, passing it on to my grandma. I was like, oh, right. Yeah, same. Um, doing, uh, I want to say that first year we didn't do Christmas. Um, and that's well, hard. Because it, it was, everything was kind of dying down, and I think we were kind of seeing like a silver lining on everything. Because I remember doing Thanksgiving with uh, my family and everybody got tested and we we're like cool everybody's negative let's go and then things were getting kind of bad and i think i was actually gonna do something that thanksgiving too i think i was gonna try to go out to the west coast and just hang out with some of our friends from college right and uh and just have thanksgiving with them just literally hang out in the house and watch movies take walks i'm like yeah i'll i'll fly out there for that that sounds fun <laughs> well you know um but yeah like that that's that was the worst part of isolation was like it was the the fear that I've been around somebody that had it and I could kill my parents right. or my grandparents if I fucking saw them like, and, and that was like I mean uh, you know like I remember right before you know we did our last we did our last little podcast together yeah. um during that Christmas Christmas 2020 my parents got COVID yeah. And that was right before I moved to Bisbee. And I couldn't hug my mom before I left. Right. I'll never forget that. Mommy, no. You know? Like, I couldn't... We were having Christmas at, uh, you know, my grandma's house. And yeah. And we couldn't see them. And that was heartbreaking. That sucks. Like, and, and, you know, like... And you're going to, like, a whole new town. You can't even... You're, it's going to be kind of hard to, like, meet people. I think, like... I think I hug different before post-COVID. Yeah. I think I care more about human touch, yeah. you know? Like, I think, like, I hope, and I, I think a lot of people probably had similar movements, you know, similar, like, understandings of, like, just how important those things are. Yeah, I feel you. Sacred, almost. Well, I think, like, it, it just kind of goes back to, like, what we were saying, just to, 
I, I think the, the, the general consensus here just being like, everything is run off of like actual interaction. Right. <laughs> like, well, so, so COVID de- absolutely destroyed that. And then when, I guess in its waning time, I mean, it's still very prevalent, but it's right. not near, not like it was. Well, once it started threatening like it capitalism, they were like, all right, oh, let's no. get everyone back Open to work. Open it up. Yeah. <laughs> let's get everyone back to work. Okay. Gosh. I mean, and that's the other thing too, that always kind of irritated me about COVID in general at the beginning of the lockdown was, People were like, how dare people go do things? And it's like, a lot of people just didn't get to quit working, you know? Yeah. Like, I, so many people here did not get to go home and I'll fucking hide. die before I can't go back to work again, honestly. I mean... I, I cannot... I need money. I need it. I mean, All and right. that's the whole thing. And that's why, that you know, I mean... And I, I, you know, I work in like a fucking kitchen. I can't work from home. Right. <laughs> and that's the thing. And like, but like a lot of people, especially talking about classism, you know, there were a lot of people that felt like that I talked to who were like, I can't believe people would even do anything. And it's like that like, us, them mentality is not going to serve us. It, yeah. it never has served it's us. It's completely unproductive. Like yeah. that, um, you, you really can't believe that people would do that. Like, it's like you give me any old reason to get to leave the house and go see my friends and be around them. I'm fuck. I'm going to fucking do it. The way people are like, Oh my God, people. I need to see, I need to see people. And, and you know, it still happens, you know, like, uh, when you get into like talking about COVID, you know, it's like, you know, there are still a lot of people I know who feel very strongly either way yeah. that like people are, you know, like, and, and it's like everyone's trying their damn best in this world, <laughs> you know. Like, I mean, are we gonna really like get down? I mean, <laughs> how much shit do I need to fucking worry about? Right. I mean, I, they like they want us worried. Oh my god, <laughs> they, it's like like I'm, I'm waking up. I'm going to work. I'm fucking doing my homework. You know, like. In I'm in a relationship. I'm maintaining my relationships with other friends. You're like, in a relationship? Yeah, dude. Doxer. What's her name? Let's talk. No. <laughs> no, just kidding. We'll talk about this. No, dude. We don't ever. I would never shout her out. Ever. She's, she listens to this, too. Oh, she I would never shout her bitch ass out. Hey. <laughs> my name's Alex. I'm sure we'll meet soon. She's she's heard it before. She's gonna listen to this episode and get really upset at her. Car. Oh no! I'm sorry. No, nah, dude, I wouldn't. I take it back. Her out. <laughs> I don't say hi. She doesn't deserve it. That's cute. No, nah, she deserves it. She's all right. I'm just not gonna do it. It's funny. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. I mean, anyways, <laughs> like, congrats yeah. on dating someone, man. Congrats. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like. What more do I fucking need to like worry about have, after already having worried about this and this thing for so fucking long? It's like it's it's hard to to just to try to keep like rewrapping my fucking mind about living in that world right now. It's like so it's weird. fucking hard. It's and it's it like how easily a paradigm can shift, huh? How easily the paradigm can shift. Totally, and you know, like something I. I think a lot about talking about things to worry about <laughs> is, yeah, is, you know, there's, well, there's gotta be more of a con- concept of like what you can do, you know, like what's in your control and what, cause like the pattern, the patterns that were obviously we were in COVID, we couldn't go out yeah. and see each other. So the, the prevalence during that time period of how important it was to post on social media, 
Do you remember? Yeah. Those expectations? Yeah. I, I mean, you've got to post something to prove that you care about it. Yeah. And that's something that's toxic in our culture, I think. And and I think on the other end, it's like while people do think that this is important, they're like stressing themselves out in regards to proving that they think the same way about everything. It's proving like, that I care. Uh, yeah. And it's like, it's like I do care. I just... I'm, and I don't mean to say like I don't care as much as you. It's just I don't feel this driving need to to put this like on it. Like that's that's like really stressing me the fuck out. You know, like that's stressing me the fuck out that it, that like everybody. I like I can't talk to anybody without having to talk about this. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, like, and like that's a great thing too about. Like, and I can't be, like, the only one. And, like, so I, start, I would think to myself, I'm like, somebody else, like, there, there must be so many people out there that might be going through the same thing that I'm going through right now. And, and maybe even worse. Because, like, I, I think another part of this is, like, the accepting that, like, you know, there's been, like, a big shift. That there's something completely out of my control. And that one of the best ways to go about it is to accept that, that something has changed and do my best. All right. And not really worry about what everybody else is fucking right. doing. Not really giving my two cents and being like, uh, and, and instead maybe just kind of being like, yo, how are, how are things going for you? How are you trying to deal with Because that's right where real change is. Yeah. Real change is in relationships. It's in your community, your immediate community. Yeah. Like, I, st- I mean, and it's cool to talk to you about it because, like, it, it is a thing that I've noticed is, like, I... I don't for I haven't forgotten how scared I was to to not post uh, <laughs> during COVID. How important it was. I don't think I, I posted a whole lot of, of yeah, shit. and I, I think it was because I was like, yeah, I care, but it was I I you shouldn't. It just this seems to weird. feel like this you seems have to trendy. prove you care. You yeah, know? and I didn't ever have to do that. Yeah. you know what I mean. And no one really has to do it. No one has to. Um, put on a show for anybody. I'd rather show that I'm caring by staying inside. But a lot of people staying away from you. A lot of people are all about that. That yeah. uh, you know, um, posting on social media to prove something. Yeah, or totally. to like that is their time to have their big political opinion. And I, you know, I don't think that that paradigm ever shifted. Right. It was just the next thing. It was just so, the next. So, all thing. right, how does everybody care about this? What's everybody the, talk. What's the thing we're going to worry about in two weeks? What's the news story <laughs> that everyone is going to post about in two weeks? It's this, always a two-week cycle. This intense the, for three weeks or months, but it's never longer than that. <laughs> yes, you never have one new long. story that I mean, you know, whatever. It's it's cycles of. This is a thing to worry about. You should be nervous yeah. about it. And then uh, we're going to move to the next thing, so you can't really do anything about it. Um, people have I, – I know that people are – it made a lot of people think about how the media yeah. uh, manipulates oh, us. Oh, totally. Um, I think there was so much going on already that right. when, by the time we were you know, in the middle of quarantine, we were, we were already so fucking desensitized to like what we were being told. And it's like – to this day, I don't hardly know shit about how the virus works. Right. I'm like, I don't, I don't know, man. Well, you know, you and get like, it, and then you and have then suddenly it. everyone's an expert. Yeah, and everybody's everyone's, a fucking expert. You know, yeah. like I mean, and that's true. That's the, that paradigm hasn't shifted, like you said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, everyone's that an expert shifted. on everything constantly. But pe- I think it was worse because people were absolutely losing their minds. Yeah, like the, the mental stress of of what was going on and man, quitting, how everybody else is dealing with it. Quitting like, drinking during that time period. Was a hard thing, you know. I amped it up, yeah, and that was not healthy. I mean, that's why yeah. that's why I had to quit. I was amping oh, up. Let's, 
it's one of the bigger reasons why the I think the first six months that we had actually done the podcast, I realized, I was like, you know what? I don't need to be like doing that. And I dumbed it down big time. Well, that's good. Yeah. And if you can do that, that's good. But I think it was, it was the boredom. It was the yeah. stress of everything. And the I was stress like, and the boredom. I'm like, I need to relax. I miss hanging out with my friends and taking right. walks, go to grabbing a beer at Lou's. Like, it's, I'm uh, just going to sit down, drink this 12 pack and listen to, uh, Bibs Deluxe. <laughs> Listen to that record for a year straight. It did not fucking leave my turntable. Uh, you know, and I, it's funny looking back. I mean, it's always, I mean, quitting drinking, you're yeah. gonna look back. You're gonna look back and you're gonna notice patterns that, like, were there that you didn't acknowledge then. Yeah, totally. Like, you know, I was dating, uh, uh, a mutual friend of ours, um, during at the beginning of COVID, yeah, and uh, I remember we would drink together, but she would drink a glass, and then I would drink another bottle and a half of wine. Yeah, you know, I I would bring out two bottles of wine. I'm gonna drink as much wine as I can. And you think to yourself, you're like, hmm, that's different. And, and in <laughs> hindsight, I'm doing. like, and and in hindsight, I was like, oh, it was for us. Yeah. But I was just, you know, using that opportunity to get absolutely swasted yeah. every time. I was I was using everything as an excuse to get fucking drunk. Right. Yeah. And instead I, of just having fun, I, I gotta was say, using everything to just destroy myself. I'm so glad the last person I drank with was you. Oh yeah, I I uh, I th- yeah, I think I kind of remember that day. It was I mean it was during the protests when they were yeah. trying to tear <laughs> yeah. down the monument. I, I'm glad I have such a memorable last drinking night. Dude, uh, yeah. What, what? I think we were drinking some wine. We had some coffee, turned on the TV, saw that everybody was down in Lynn Park, and we were like, let's get down there. Let's go. Let's fucking go, dude. And we got down there, watching everybody rip the shit up. And, I mean, it was like there was energy, you know? It was Definitely. amazing. It, it really was. Like, it was amazing. I actually remember Will Norris calling me up. And uh, he goes, hey, turn around. I'm like, oh, are you behind me? He goes, no, you're on the news right now. <laughs> he, like, I guess he recognized the back of my head. And I turned around, and all I can see is, like, this light on me. And I realized it was from a camera. I remember and I thought my a, job would like fire a, me. Wait, huh? I thought my job would fire me if they saw me on there. Really? Yeah, then I was like, well, they fire me for that. It's like, yeah, <laughs> I'm watching them fuck this statue up, man. Yeah. Good old uh, Woodfin came down there and was like, hey, if you guys will leave tonight, well, I'll get this thing taken out tomorrow. And I, I remember people being like, you, you've had time. Well, this is our time. You know what I, I mean, literally the next morning he had that shit taken away. And I always, when I'm talking about uh, Alabama to people and, you know, obviously... Uh, you know, I live out in the West, so a lot of people have their own weird perceptions of the South, um, and I hear it so much, it's not even funny anymore. You know, how many times I go, I'm from Alabama, and someone goes, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's uh, like, fuck you, dude. Uh, but when I talk about Alabama and the culture of Alabama, I always have to mention how we took that monument down, and the state of Alabama charged us $10,000, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you'll notice they definitely didn't charge Huntsville, and they definitely didn't charge Mobile when they did very similar stuff with their yeah. monuments. What the? F- all right, well, Trip's back. He is sweaty as all get out. Guys, I tamed the Green Dragon. That I is saw that. Lawn. 
That shit is not That lawn is gnarly out there. It's not a fun battle. It's the biggest lawn on the block. Listen, I know you guys are talking about uh, racial issues in the South, and I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's time to pivot to lawn care. Yeah, I'm down with this. You think it's all fun and games. You're going to have a good time relaxing, not cutting your grass. Did you drink any water? You are out of breath. Guys, I'm tuned up right now. (laughs) I'm tuned up on lawn care. (laughs) You think it's all fun? You, You get out there. You, you let your yard get a little too high, and you're you just let, ba- you you're let just your guard down the whole time. You let your guard down. I let my guard down. I was like, I'm too busy to do this. I didn't make it a priority. Guess who's laughing in the end? The yard. You know who? Um, you would love probably some of the desert property I am used to, because you will not get grass. <laughs> <laughs> I like grass. Don't get me wrong. I love doing that work. But, uh, man, is it a love-hate relationship? I, we, literally, when I came in, we, we, got, we were talking about how much we enjoy doing the lawn. It's the best, man. Because I don't really have a, a lawn to mow anymore. But I did, in, I did in Auburn. I did in Auburn. And I used to, on purpose, let it grow, like, really big just so that I could get, like, a big workout when yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah oh, it was dude. nice. Oh, I set, I set the move. My move. Uh, I don't really know how long gosh. we've been going. I guess we got another 20, 30. About 40 minutes. Hey, that's what's up. Hey, that's hell awesome. yeah. That went by fast. <laughs> it's good talk. You All right. Know, well, yo, time. we got some things coming up. I believe Alex has a show. Yeah, he does. You, we were talking about it before you. He's um, staying over at Steve-O's house. We've had Steve-O on the pod. And Steve-O's address, if anyone wants to go <laughs> over, is <laughs> 50. <laughs> um, Steve has been a man about town lately, man. He's been DJing, having a fucking blast, dude. He is crushing it. It's it's awesome. It's I mean, it's multiple nights during the week. He's he's doing a show somewhere. It's it's like, I think it's the happiest I think I've ever seen him because he's. Uh, if anybody knows Steve-O, not only is he an incredible artist, but he is a fucking entertainer. Yeah, like for he sure. he is like he is all about a vibe. Yeah. He wants to get everybody on the vibe. He wants to lower your ego. He wants to bring you back up. <laughs> like, yeah. Has he talked to you? Has he had any talks about playing shows not in Birmingham, like Atlanta or Nashville I don't know. or anything? I know he wants to go down to Miami. Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be he good for him. He would drive there. Yes, <laughs> he would do <laughs> yeah, very would. well. And honestly, I bet his DJ set would kill in New Orleans. Oh, New Orleans would be sick. That yeah. would be sick. Yeah. That would be sick. I've seen some killer DJ sets in New Orleans. I also think one of the, I mean, it's, we keep talking about Birmingham here, but I think well, one of the reasons the- his shit is just blowing up, it's like he has so many friends, you know? Yeah, for sure. He has so, like, and everybody He's just loves guy. seeing him do that. <laughs> well, and you know, like, I'm really excited that he's playing. He's going to close the thing at Saturn, so... I'm yeah, really wait, so is this Sunday next week? Yeah, uh, give us the 31st. That date. The 31st of July 2022. The last July we'll have this year. That's right. The last, last day of July. Last day. <laughs> well, <laughs> season, what baby. time is it? Uh, it starts at 8 and it's uh you know it's Stevo, uh his brother Josh and it's Trooper and then me with my East Coast band. <laughs> yeah. Trooper's a cool band. Or Buddy Meredith is in that band. Yeah. Shouts out to Meredith. Shout out to Meredith. I'm sorry that you can't play this one, but I love oh, you. Oh, she can't play this one? What's she's up? In a, she's uh, oh, that, never mind. in town, <laughs> yeah. Um, she's uh, but, and it's so sad. I was like, damn. Yeah. I could have been playing the I still haven't lineup. seen them play yet, but I, yeah. I have seen videos. Yeah. They sound pretty fucking great. I'm excited. I haven't seen Trooper in real life. I'm excited to see them in real life. Even bigger than all of this, though. 
All right. Holy shit. Tonight at Avondale Park. <clears throat> People we are, got kickball, <laughs> baby. They're going to hear this next week. We got oh, fucking fuck. kick. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying, tonight at Avondale Park, we got motherfucking kickball. We got, It's back. It's been a year. Has it been and a people year? People have been asking, yo, did they get permits to do this? Permits. No. No. It did not happen. It's like, so the cops might show up? Yes. More than like, keep your contraband at home, I yeah, think, is what. Yeah, yeah. Can people bring Pick beer? Pick your toys back up when you leave, you know? Is beer allowed? Yes. <laughs> beer is beer is mandatory. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was about to say, I mean, everything else, though. You, cut, don't you come in there without a beer, they're going to make you shotgun. Yeah. That's just how it is. <laughs> oh, That's darn. just the way it goes. Oh, no. Oh. Because oh. Um, I think the big thing was they wanted to do... Kickball for Cody's birthday. Happy yeah, birthday, happy Cody birthday, Tippins. Cody. We love That's you. my fucking boy. Friend of the pod. We <laughs> We were actually at the garage earlier today. Just getting some lunch, and he was like, "Somebody had mentioned that it was his birthday." I was like, "I looked him dead in the eye." I was like, "No, it's this fucking not. Like, it just isn't your birthday. There's no way." Because I would have known. I would have known. How'd you not? But it says it on the flyer. I guess I had just forgotten that it was his birthday. Cool. I'm sorry, Cody. (laughs) I can't believe you. I knew it was his birthday. He needs to make his truck bigger, though. So you are you going tonight, Alex? Oh yeah, for sure. This is this is huge, and this happened uh, in your absence, all right? Okay. This has become such a staple for I don't even really know what to call this group of people that do all of these things in yeah. Birmingham, right? But we're, we've all got these circles that kind of intertwine, I mean, right? And they center around like a few things, and one of the things that it ended up centering around was kickball. Good for whatever reason, and there were. I want to say on the second game, there were like 150, 200 people at that shit. It was it was gnarly. It's, oh, so it's going to be like a damn yeah, festival out here. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to put a name on the. I don't want to label these people, mm-hmm. but I mean, <laughs> but I'm all, about to label these. They're people. all Birmingham burnouts. Yeah, they're I mean, burnouts. They're, they're fucking burnouts. <laughs> you know, in the best fucking possible burnouts. way. In yeah. the best possible way. But it is cool to, once again, and I've, I've already said, talked about this a couple of times, but the fact that these genres are mixing together, because I yeah. remember, like, when I was here, and, you know, maybe maybe more exaggerated in my mind, but I, I felt like there were certain shows I shouldn't go to, you know? Right. Like, I wasn't punk enough for this show or hardcore enough for that. But now I feel like it's got to be a, a much more accepting environment. Would you, oh, would yeah, you all feel totally. that way? I, th- yeah. I think it's better than it ever fucking was. And it's not like, that's not to say that even myself, I, I haven't experienced that going to uh, venues, going to see certain kinds of bands and shit. I'm like, maybe I'm a little, I'm wearing too much black for, to, to go see future islands right now. <laughs> you know, like, uh, but, uh, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think that you're the only person that has ever experienced that. I also think a lot of that kind of goes into the to the self. It's like, what are, what are you really worried about? Right. What is your deepest, darkest fear about what you're about to experience with all these people, you know? Right. And I think Absolutely people kind of got over a lot of that shit during COVID. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think. also think people after COVID were like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give like this band. I'm fucking going. <laughs> Get my ass out the house. Yeah, yeah. We talked to, we talked about this for quite a while. Sorry guys. Yeah. You, we got, you guys are catching okay. up. Motherfucker. Sorry. I'm late to the party. <laughs> Whew. Man. Are you going to dock his pay? 
Yeah, consider it docked. <laughs> Darn. Okay. Sorry. You went from zero to negative five dollars. You owe you money. You owe you money. Yeah. money. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Whew. You know, I, I, I've met people that think that we make money doing this. And I was how, like, I was how like, much, how? How much did you tell <laughs> me, mate? Well, you should have no, lied. Dude, I'm raking I'm in, to somebody like I'm raking in about 10 G's, 10 G's uh, a, month. a month. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a lady in Bisbee. And, you know, the exact opposite of what most people are like in Bisbee. But I had a lady who told someone else that she wouldn't book me because she thought I was only in it for the money. And I got to say, I was like, what hey, money? It's like, what money? She's trying to underpay me, too, of course. Ma'am. It's like, lady. I don't think you know who I am. I mean, I'm a big believer in, like, yo, find what you're fucking good. I'm like a Michael Rowe. Uh, about some things, right? I'm all about art, but I'm also about, oh, yeah, I'm like, yeah. yo, find something that you're good at and that you, you can like and, and put up with. Fucking make some bank doing it, all right? Yeah. For real. It's and yeah, it's, there's no such thing as like, oh yeah, you'll 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 feel like uh, you never worked a day in your life, you know, when you're doing the thing that you love. It's like, no, any work feels yeah. like absolute work. work. It's rough, but yeah. it's fulfilling. Right. I think um, it's about. You know, I've been obsessing lately over getting out of the corporate world. Yeah. And it's partly because you've got to believe in what you do. Yeah. I don't believe in what I do in my day job. And if I can get closer to being my true self, I mean, that's kind of what this tat is about. Oh, yeah. You got a new tatty. Got a new tat. Shout out to Austin. Austin Harris. Great tattoo guy. Great rapper. Where did you get it? Uh, At his house. Where is he? Uh, Montgomery. In Montgomery, fucking Gump. Yeah, the Gump. But and, and that's something I got to shout out too while I'm here. You played a lot of shows in Montgomery in college back in the day. Oh yeah, and that was terrible. Uh, Montgomery was terrible. But the other day I went to an open mic in Montgomery, and it was crazy. It was really cool. <laughs> I like we were leaving, and I told my buddy, I said, "Better go ahead and buy a house now." Yeah, <laughs> you saw the shoes in there. Yeah, <laughs> like you know where this is going. But I was really shocked. Seriously around here, huh? And it was crazy because my mom actually looked at me and she said, it's like we're not even in Montgomery. I said, nail right on the head. Because it was a bunch of, it was a bunch of, it was this really cool open mic at this place called The Hilltop. It's on Wednesdays. I want to go ahead and put that out there in case anyone's Montgomery adjacent. But it was crazy to me because people were just playing all kinds. They were doing their own things. And people were loving it, eating it up. And you kind of like... I remember playing in Montgomery and being like, this is character building. Yeah. Because no one likes what I'm doing. Five people in the room that are pissed drunk. Yeah. And 20 of my friends that came to see me. It's like, this is going to build character. But but (laughs) Steve-O even brought it up to me, and I think it's a good point. You don't need to start collaborating with some Montgomery people. You don't need to get a whole scene going. This is something I've been kind of talking to people about. Um, I was... Uh, I was at a birthday recently and I was kind of chit chatting with like a lot of like musicians there. And I was like, you know, I want to see more Birmingham bands go and play in like Gadsden or, right. or like Montgomery or like Huntsville and, and, or even further out, like Atlanta. Let's have more like, I want to see more bands around here. Just do a day show. Just like tr- drive out there like one night, play a show with a bunch of bands there and yes. drive back. You know what I mean? Like, do something like that because I want to. I want to like. Let's get a circuit. Yeah, because I, w- I would totally go to those shows. You know what I mean? Like I would make that my day trip as well. You know, like, and I think with like kind of what's going on in Birmingham, I think that that would right now would be like a fucking really great time to start 
fucking just shoving bands out there. You know, <laughs> just I mean, fucking do it. Something I recognize too. I want to meet some people. You know, <laughs> a lot of people that I know out west know more about Mobile than they do about a Birmingham or a Huntsville. Really, for real, and it's it kind of blows my mind too because I'm like, is a cool place though. Yeah, but uh, you know, let's I've never had that a, scene. I've never had a singular bad time in Mobile. I'll put it to you that way. I've never been to Mobile other than driving through it. It's cool. Yeah. Hey, man, they got a Hattie B's down there. Or no, they got a, uh, sorry, they got a fucking Fusakli's. Yeah, yeah. Foos rules, man. Man. It's so good. I heard a sick uh, rapper from Mobile the other day. Her name is uh, Flo Millie. Flo Millie? I think she's been around for a minute, but she's pretty good. She Shouts got, out to Flo Millie. Shout out to Flo Millie. She's got a new uh, album out. It's called uh, You Still Here, Ho? Um, which is yeah, I'm cool. here in Mobile. It's a follow-up from uh, 2020's Ho, Why Is You Here? Oh, nice. Which is pretty cool. Dude, Dude, Flo Millie sounds kind of cool. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to play you uh, her hit song from the new album. Uh, it's called... Where is it? Um... Oh, uh, we not humping. We not humping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. I got my uh, AirPods in. But yeah, do you look bitch. it up? <laughs> I know. Yeah, she's pretty cool from Mobile. Mobile's fun. I've been there once, twice um, for Mardi Gras. It's a, hey, it's, it's a Mobile staple. Yeah, that's where they they came up with that shit. The entire idea of Mardi Gras was created there. They do it well. I mean, Louisiana does it better, but right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's go ahead and put let's that out there. go ahead and get that out there. Okay, this is good. <laughs> dude, you know, I you get just it. come suck it. <laughs> I bought the truck, yeah, dude. Flo Millie. Flo Millie. Check her out. Mobile's kind of 90s, you know? Yeah, very. You know on a show with Link, Linka Fenka. You know the, you know them? Mm-mm. Can't say I do. They're out of Athens, but they play a lot in Birmingham. They, they would fit right in. Really? Yeah. Uh, to I the play? show or like the community? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> play a little bit. Is oh, it yeah. as cool as Flo Millie? <laughs> <laughs> Betcha it's not. Betcha it is. It probably yeah, is. Yeah, I, I, cool. I, I think it'd be pretty important for Birmingham to get on out there. <laughs> Oh shit. Okay, this is cool. <laughs> I, I I brought her up because I've seen her in Birmingham twice. Who is this? Uh Linkwa. I, I know I'm saying it wrong, but it's Linkwa Franca. Franca? Linkwa Franca. Come on the show. We'd love to Come have on you. the show, Linkwa. I think she would. You're going to... This is awesome. This is cool. Tens of people. I like this. Yeah, no, we... This is good. Yeah, she can definitely come on. We'd love to have you. We'll, uh, we'll tag her. <laughs> yeah, tag her. We'll tag her and Flo Millie be like, y'all want to come on? Uh, man. Cool. That lawn bear be looking spick and span out there. We can go look at it. We can go wrap it up and go take a gander at it if you want. Uh, we're going to go reconnoiter about this lawn. What? <laughs> reconnoiter. <laughs> it's uh, not my finest work. 
but you know, it'll do until the next cut. Yo, you really got to do like your lawn up, like you shave your balls, right? Just a trim. So that's like that's so like another the thing. Let's, I would love to this be like one of like our last like little topics here. But like, yeah. I've I've met so many men that are like afraid to take a razor like their balls, and Cow- I get it. We call them yo, cowards. Uh, yeah, you're a fucking coward. Yeah. Get that shit smooth. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be smooth. Oh, it's going to be smooth. Uh, you're smooth? Uh, not right now, but but when I when I am, I am. All right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for I sure. I am for sure. really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, yeah. I'm like amazed Curtains master that race. men have like never, some men have like never taken a razor. Like never? Balls. Yeah. Ugh. And I'm like, Gross. so you just trim it with the things like, yeah, it's enough. I'm like. It's prickly, bro. What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? What do you mean? You just, think you of the just use the tremor. Think of other people. Think of other people. Also, think of yourself. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, dirty werewolf freak. <laughs> Gross. I do, appreciate, I do appreciate the culture of don't shave anything. I, I do, too. Because I'm right in between. Right. Because I'll be like, I'll be like. Yeah, we're gonna. Ki- I'm kind of like, same thing with like my my beard, actually. Yeah. Because everybody in this room has seen me with clean shaven, just a mustache, beard. This right. is the biggest beard I've ever had. Yeah. Uh, you see me with short hair. You see you me with like long the, hair. You, you like, see me bald now. <laughs> like, you look like the bass player from Idols. You look good bald too, <laughs> by the way. Huh? You got a good shaped head for being bald. Oh yeah, you totally. do. It, it, I, that's the first fucking thing I know. You wear it well. You wear it well. That's um, the thing. Some people don't have a good shaped head for it. Yeah, at least you got the gene and a good shaped head. I think that's why, like, a lot of men are always like a little afraid to shave their head. I'm here to tell you, don't fucking, don't try to get like hair implants. Don't fucking do that to yourself. Yeah, save your money, shave your fucking head. My dad did. He said it's the best decision he's ever made. Oh, it was it was liberating. He's had three kids. It was. (laughs) (laughs) See, but yeah, coming from your dad, it probably was. That checks out. Yeah, yeah, that checks out. Um. But yeah, I mean, t- fellas, put a razor on your balls. This uh, your, your lady or you. or your man will appreciate it. I'm telling you, this portion get, of uh, getting your little get, getting your little nuts suckled on. This portion of the podcast clean. brought to you by Manscape Lawnmower yeah. 4.0. <laughs> you guys need to be smooth out there. Manscaped. Not only not only we'll will you appreciate later. getting your your little nuts uh, properly suckled on. So will your partner for it's, having. Clean, uh, just as uh, smooth baby's bottom shave your balls. It's right? got to be some lame subscription too. Every month we send you a different razor. Yeah. Oh, that's Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> they didn't send us any money this month. So Manscaped, mm-hmm. we're all about you. Mm-hmm. Friendship ended with Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> now my new friend is send, Manscaped. Send, send us a check. You're, you'll become our new yeah. friend. If you don't want to get wrecked, I would love send to a check. Get- I would love to get ad spots for Manscaped and, and fucking Blue Chew. That's Blue Chew. So sick, yeah. This one you don't need to advertise. Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen those things in the gas station? Mm. Horny goat weed? Come oh, on. Yeah. 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 Come on now. That shit has got to make you sick. People at home, they get it. They've seen it. <laughs> I'm sure that that's, sh- like, for real, I see stuff, like, there's, like, weird, like, supplements all the time at the gas station, and it's, like, I bet you that shit makes you sweat like you're on ecstasy, man. This brings up a good uh, question I have. Do you know anyone who can get me, um... Drugs? Yeah. Stem cells. <laughs> stem cells? Yeah. I want to shoot some into my knee. Oh, well, it's Alabama, man. What the man, fuck are you so... talking about? 
Dude, I've been hearing some great things about stem cells and how they like grow back and just repair everything in your body. And I just want to get some and shoot them into my knee. You can get I think it's a little bit more nuanced than that. Really? It's, it's, it can't just be as simple as shooting stem cells into your knee and you're like, I'm better. Maybe I should do some research. Maybe you should do some fucking research, man. And, and while you're at it, shave your balls. Well, hey, give, you, give your balls a shave. Well, like, are are we at the end or I've, that yeah, was fun? Been going for about for an hour. Yeah, y'all did okay. a great job. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I think hey, I'll probably I the podcast. I think we are going to kind of go through it because I, I want to do my own podcast one day. They, you got to give the people what they your want. solo album, my solo shit. Yeah, I, I would love to call the have like a, sh- a name for that show. It's a spinoff of the Birmingham Burnouts. Oh, you should have a show where you talk after this. It's just a different show. I don't even think my mom would subscribe to that. (laughs) I think mine would. Yeah. She'd be like, proud of your ass. Birmingham Burnouts after hours. After hours. That's when we get down. I feel like we get down into the dirtiness of, of just about everything on, on the pod. That's where we find so out. So where the fuck would we <laughs> go? Yeah. How much do you... That's going to be the... the uh, <laughs> we That'll be the 4chan cartel execution videos of podcasts, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. We'd be like, hey, remember in the earlier podcast <laughs> when we talked about how bringing the statues down was a great idea? Well, let's tell you about yeah, real let me tell you about what we really... Yeah. <laughs> Totally you guys are paying it. for hot takes. No. <laughs> Man. That God, satire. Nobody, that nobody satire, that was a joke. That yes, anything that wrong. I anything that I said in this show or the last show that might someday be offensive is is satire, just letting y'all know. Yeah, just satire. letting y'all know, just in case I get canceled. Just in case. I've we were talking shit about the, the owner statement. of Dave's, and I may have said... Uh, Not mud, right? Well, no. No, he... That was all we talked about. No, it's not. It's not. (laughs) Just kidding. No, 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 no. Not that guy. Okay. It was whoever the fuck was doing it before. I don't. I never got the guy's name, but I think he's fucking stupid. That's the guy that shut off the amp and like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That guy fucking sucks. Shout out to Dog. Uh, you know what? I, I can, I, hey, I can, I've got some freshly shaved and and uh, of drinking age for him. All right, and he can suckle on that. All right, <laughs> give me a proper Dave suckling. Uh, you know, I don't think he was wrong. I think he just handled it the wrong. We, that's way. what we that's said. What we said. Yeah. It, it's it's funny how like, that's yeah. a good thing to talk about on this podcast, something like that, because yeah. I don't think anyone has a different opinion. <laughs> I don't think anyone's like he was right. Yeah, it's like no, we we all think that guy was a bit of a wankster for right. doing that. Yeah. Oh well, damn. Sometimes you got to show your dick. You yeah. know, I, <laughs> I guess he, he was really feeling it that day. Yeah, it was. But you shouts know. out to Dog though; they're on tour this weekend. Joe was telling me how excited he was for that, and I thought that was pretty awesome. I like that. Good luck to them, for real. Godspeed. It's hot out there. You're going to need it. Yeah. All right. You guys. We're done here. Here, you did the episode. You say. Yeah, I'll fucking say it. Hey, thanks for coming on, Alex. It's so fucking good to see you. You're one of my best buds. Haven't seen you in forever. Uh, It's going to be awesome, you being in town for like a week. Maybe we'll even have him on next week. That'll be cool. (laughs) Double up. Yes. That'd be sick. Maybe we can have Steve-O on, too. That'd be can, sick. Can I get my stipend now? Your what? <laughs> Your stipend? Oh, yeah. Stipend. What, what is that? What is the word? 
has to be five inches from the mic, so we don't catch him breathing the entire time like we did last time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But Steve-O actually oh, does yeah. breathe pretty loud. He yeah. does, and, but he knows it. He, yeah, he does. He knows we're, he knows <laughs> we're catching around. He knows we're having fun. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, tune in. Turn on. I'm sorry. Fuck. You got it. You can do it. Okay. Turn on. Tune in. Burn out. Like a pro. Yeah. <laughs>